Hey guys, Daniel here from the Halftime Podcast. Welcome to my second episode on this channel. Let's get straight into it. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're good, guys. We've got Kieran on the podcast. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about all sorts of football topics. Very right, so. Indeed. First of all, the big one, since we both are Newcastle United supporters. What the marks? And the topic every supporter has been dreaming of for the past year or so, two years, three years. Takeover. Ever since he joined the club, the takeover. All the rumours. Do, do you think it's going to event ever going to happen? Well, Amanda Stevenley has come out on IV, ITV Tainties and has expressed her desire to be able to complete the takeover. I think that it's gone on for far too long, but I think it will happen either this year or next year. This year or next year? Definitely. Definitely. You reckon You reckon we're worth the price tag Mike Ashley's put on? Well, Newcastle United, although it's not exactly one of the best football clubs, it's one of the most supported football clubs and it's one of the biggest football clubs in the whole country. Not recently. But our history, compared to some other teams, is just... Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. But Mike Ashley has took the Premier League to court about the um, Saudi case, but I don't think he's going to win it. Well, this is it. I mean, Mike Ashley... It's a win-win for everyone, because Mike Ashley wants to sell, and Amanda Steven Dean, the PCP partners, want to buy. So it's a win-win for everyone. Ashley gets to sell the club, PC Powers get to own the club, and Newcastle fans get some desire from the owners. Some desire. That's what I've been looking for, really. Exactly. Pas- passion and the ownership. That's what we need as a football club. Because Mike Ashley just simply hasn't cared enough. He, he's, what he's done is, he's came into Newcastle United, he's, he's a Newcastle fan, but he's not using the football club to succeed, he's using it as a business, which is why you see younger players being signed for little amount of money and then being sold. Looking at players like Iose Perez, he was good for yes. us, signed him for £1.5 million from Tenerife in 2014, and then in 2019, obviously, he went to Leicester for 30 mil. For Newcastle fans... That was really bad for us because he was starting to perform well for us. But for Mike Ashley, it's a huge win because he gets an extra £28.5 million in his bank. Yeah, but a cutler argument, argument to that would be we saw Perez and we've brought in, some people are saying the next hat on Ben Arthur in St. Maxine. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's mostly a good thing, but it's Biz- just showing the Mike Ashley way of running the club. But... A good thing about the Perez deal is we signed Alan St. Maxman. Obviously, he's become twice the player Perez has. And looking at Iose Perez now, he can't even get on the bench for Leicester. But he's probably still making double the wage from at Newcastle. Exactly. Yeah. So, hopefully, guys, the takeover will be... Praying every day. Praying. I've been praying every day for the past two years. I'm probably going to be praying every day for the next fifty year. <laughs> He's just he just hogs he hogs the club. 
I mean, he's just, he doesn't care about Newcastle. If he got relegated, no. he, he just thinks 17th successful, 80 mil in the bank. Yeah. He but wants money, that's it. He has brought in, I wouldn't say like a variety of good managers, but he managed to bring in Rafa Benitez. For yeah, I mean, Rafa wasn't exactly the same f- Rafa that he was at Liverpool. No, he, just he was got definitely sucked. not. He got sacked from Real Madrid, um, but he came to Newcastle, he succeeded. But this is, I think, Mike Ashley has a bias towards English managers who aren't good because you see, 1819 were spent like 30 mil altogether. We spent around, what, in the two Premier League seasons with Rafa, we spent around 40 mil. And then the first season Bruce comes in, we spend 40 mil on one player. On Joe Linton. That's and, a complete other subject, which we should not get in there with you. And um, I He think, is awful. I think what Ashley's done is said, well, Rafa, if you're as good as one jazz, you say, oh, we're not giving any budget, just work your wonders. Yeah, which, in a way, he did. He did work his wonder. That just shows why he was such a good manager for us and why he was loved. He what? If he got loads of money, he he'd still be loved. But he was loved more for the fact that he didn't get anything. He had to start from the bottle bottom, and then um, what he done yeah. was he spent on players like Hayden, Richie, players who at the time Isaac Hayden was on loan at Hull City. That Isaac season. Hayden was signed five years ago today. In fact. That is true. And he was signed for £5 million pounds and now he's worth, what, triple, quadruple mm. it? Yeah, because... because Rafa's developed him into such a good player. And also, you can see, like, Sean Longstaff, Fabian Cher, how good they were in Rafa's last season and how bad they've become since Steve Boosters came into the club. Yeah. You can't put all the hate on Steve Bruce, though, but he's no. managed... He's flipped our January. We were free rich to get relegated. We've now finished the we've finished the league in twelfth spot. And that's all because of Graham Jones and no one else. Graham Jones masterclass. He's about to bring football home tonight. Graham Jones keeps Newcastle, brings football home the same season. He's just perfect. Exactly. Hi, hi, Mister Manager. Mm, nice. Just keep Brucey at the wheel. Brucey at the wheel. Yeah. Who else? Who else could we bring in though? In terms of signings or manager? Manager. Well, if you look at the free agent at the minute, there's Christopher Gratia, who managed Lille last season. There's also Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. And he does have connections with the likes of Wilson, Fraser. You know, as a wise man once Richie. said, as a wise man once said, don't, Richie to Bournemouth, don't think so, bring Bournemouth to Richie. Yes, that's, that's perfect. As a wise Andy Carroll once said, Exactly. Speaking of Andy Carroll, do you reckon, has he got another contract at the club yet or what? No, he's gone. He's gone. All the players who were free agents have all been, well, offered new contracts. And then there's, on Andy Carroll, when you look at the Premier League's release list, he's on there. And I think, personally, he, he shouldn't be at the club. He's got the work rate. And yeah. if I had to pick him or Gail, I'd probably pick him. But... I mean, one goal isn't, you know, a Premier League level. He's not the same as he used to be. Yeah. It's sad to say now that he's a championship level striker. Would he even get in Wickham Wanderers over Akin Fenwell, though? That's the question. <laughs> of course he would. 
Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I can find why he only got his first goal in what last three games of the season. I know. He's actually retiring next season. He's thirty eight or something, thirty seven. No. I know. He's coming on. But he wouldn't if he if he wasn't as strong as he is, he wouldn't be favoured. No, if he wasn't the strongest player on FIFA for the next for the past five years. He'd just be seen as another sixty four rated bronze from League Two. SBC fodder. 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 So the big question though, so do you do you think Bruce is overheated or is he underheated? Like is he like overheated overheated? Do people give him too much stick? People give him a lot of stick and I don't he's he was bad and yeah. when we stayed up I don't think most of it was him because even like on the pitch you can see Graham talking to all the players. I think I I don't know, Bruce just the signing a Willock was good, and that's it. You see, it's like the backroom stuff. They seem pretty good, and like the tactics wise, it's just I don't think Bruce knows how to put it onto the pitch. Because no. Graham, Graham Jones is a world class attacking manager. Oh, Graham Jones is oh the the gate said Guardiola. He's put he's he has changed he's changed England. We've only conceded one goal since he's came into the job. Now we're not saying kick. we're not saying that's all because of Jones. That's obviously because of Southgate too, but. Another question, actually. Southgate, in or out for the World Cup? He's got to be in. In? He's got to be in. I doubted him when we played Germany because I saw his line-up and I thought, hang on a minute, we've got five defenders, two defensive midfielders. We're right-wingers played left-back last season. But we got the win and then we beat Ukraine. very good win as well. Exactly. Beat Ukraine, beat Denmark. And... You know, other countries would just say, oh, we got lucky, it should never have been a penalty, but at the end of the day, we got a penalty before that. Exactly, because I reckon, personally, that was a penalty on Kane. And people say, oh, well, that was a laser show in Schmeichel's eye, he saved the pen. It was a cracking save as well. It was a great save, he saved the pen, the laser had nothing to do with it, and then yeah. Harry Kane just scored a rebound. If the laser wasn't live, and was scored. he would have saved it, and it would have went in on the rebound. Yeah, but say... It could be a completely different story, though, if Kane went other side of the net. Yeah. Say Kane buries that penalty, lays up in the eye, everyone will be asking for a replay. Exactly. Everyone, there was actually a petition started to replay the whole match. There just shouldn't be, because... You could we tell. should have won anyway. The way, Schmeichel, the way Schmeichel was focused on the ball, he didn't care what was around him. He didn't even notice the laser. Exactly. Even, it was, and even it was when I went in, he didn't... He didn't go up to. He didn't even go up to the ref and go ref. There was a laser on my eye. He just ignored it, and it's exactly. only because of what happened. What they're it's, showing on the telly is why. It's because of the press, the me, the media. Exactly. It just shouldn't be like that. It's poor from the media. So, on the topic of England, who do you, who was your man in the match against Denmark? Like, that's a tough one. Um, I think Kane done well. Sterling was all right. I think. My man of the match. It was hard because it was within really, It was all right, but I wouldn't say that were absolutely exceptional. But no. I think if I had to pick a man of the match, it'd probably be Harry Kane, maybe. Although, actually, mm. I'm going to put in a thingy for Bukayo Saka. Saka, I reckon he was... A... I don't think he was the best. That was Who definitely not think... his best... That was not his best game in England shirt. 
True. Who do you think is the man of the match? Kyle Walker. He was phenomenal. Uh, he's a good right back. Just the shame and then, went five in the back. Raheem Sterling, he did not stop running that whole game. True. Mason Mount, the 95 minutes he was on the pitch. Uh, I never wanted to see him stop working for that ball back. No, he was he was going for it. He was He was fighting. He was, he gave, fair enough, he gave away fouls, but you could see the passion in his face, and that's what you want from England in this final. There was passion, there was vision, there was aggression, there was a mindset in this in England team. That Chelsea fan would be over the moon with that performance from now. Oh, new video coming. New video, he'll be like, there is passion. There is a vision. vision. There is vision. There is mindset. In this national team. From this Mason Mount. I personally think that Mount should start the final. And actually, that's something we're going to go into as well. But we'll go into that a bit later on. A bit later on. There's a few more topics. So, watching the past month of football about England, who was like two must start players for for tonight? I mean, if you're asking this in the Germany game, one there's one person who I wouldn't be saying, but now he has to be on it. Raheem Sterling has to start. I've I, but I, before with the game kicked off against Croatia, I told my dad to put a bet on Sterling's top scorer because he's going to do well. Yeah, and he's proven us right. I think Sterling and one other player. And I think that other player has to be slabbered. Harry Maguire is phenomenal. You he see, makes my team take, at all. If you take Harry Kane out that team, you put Rashford up top. So it's not too big of a downgrade. But if you take Maguire out of that team and you put Mings or Cody, then it's a big downgrade. Yeah. Well, I would not put Rashford up front any day. You could Personally. play there, but if this was, He's if we had, to, if Harry Kane wasn't playing, we could play Calvert Lewin, we could play Rashford if we wanted to. Yeah. But Harry, Harry Maguire and Raheem Sterling have to start. Yeah, Harry Maguire has been, I've been, you're not gonna lie, I doubted him. I, I read, I'm not. I'm oh, gonna I've, say it. I've, I've doubted, doubted him. him. I've I had my doubts in the past. When I filled I was, in an apology form. A, apology form for him. His price tag when he first signed for Man United was way too high. He's I'll had, say this. Right? He's put I in some world-class performances for Man United, but he has been a bit, you know, shaky at, a lot of the time. I'm going to make an unpredict, a uh, very strange claim. Some people might agree, some people might not. If Harry Maguire cost fifty million, it'd be bigged up as a bargain. Yeah, because, but because, because eighty million. It's not even his fault. He didn't say a less. To my new pay eighty mil for us, yeah. I think if Harry Maguire was was bought for Manchester United for fifty million pounds, he'd be classed as the biggest bargain of the century. Definitely, I could not agree with you more. It's just it's just his price tag, which is I'm not gonna lie. If, hated. We, if we didn't play for such a hated club like Man United as well, he'd be cl- classed as one of the best in the world. I reckon. To be fair, if his head was like twenty pounds, not as yeah. heavy, then maybe he wouldn't get too much. And if he wasn't, if he wasn't as ugly, I don't think he would be. <laughs> as hated as well. If he didn't get arrested as well, there's so many things in going, but obviously, yeah. you know, could take well but whole three episodes. After this, after this tournament, he's everyone respects him. Oh, they have I'm, to. I'm gonna when the tournament's over for when I'm buying loads of apology forms and I'm filling every single one in for Harry Maguire. 
So my must start has to be, I think Harry Kane must got must like yeah. he, this full tournament, even the group stages when he was not performing and everyone knew he was not performing. He himself knew he was not performing. He obviously got told um, before the what? Germany game. He obviously got told if you don't score a goal this year, just stay in the space. Yeah, and that's changed his and mindset. That, since now then, he's just like, right, I'm scoring. I'm scoring. On, on track with top scorer at a tournament. Maybe at, start, maybe at the start he was playing bad so that Tottenham would just think, oh, he's been really bad, just Sam on the cheap. Yeah. Exactly, just lower his price tag a bit. But nah, as soon as he lifts that trophy tonight, his price tag is going to skyrocket. Oh. Now, 400 mil was good for Harry Kane. It's going to skyrocket, I reckon. It's going to go up to 200. No one's going to pay 200. No one's going to pay that price. So that's my only issue. I, I want to see him out of Tottenham. I want to see... Harry Kane joined a team like Manchester City only because if he signs for Manchester City, he will win trophies, he will score goals. And he, he will, will be known contribute. as one of the best. Exactly. I think if he goes to City, I think he'll overtake Shira. I think he'll overtake anyway, but yeah. you'll you know, you'll not when he's run through a goal, you'll not have to look on the right wing and say Moose has to so called bang the ball <laughs> into the sky. He'll say the likes of we had Morris. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne. Who can just get him straight on the paint? And the fact that he's not a little person, yeah. like you see when Aguero's playing, he scored quite a lot of headers. De Bruyne's going to thrive off a player like Harry Kane. I think Kevin De Bruyne can get over 20 assists if. Easily. Easy. And I think Harry Kane will get over 30. I think if Harry Kane goes to Man City, I think he'll break the most goals in the season. He'll get 34 goals. Yeah. Harry Kane goes to Man City. Man City will win the league from now until he retires. They'll win everything. They'll win the British Bake Off. They'll win everything. Ninja Pep Warrior. Guardiola. Pep Guardiola will go down as better than Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, no. You see, that's that's what Manchester City have missed. This last season. History. The last season, yeah, like they've won, they've won the league and that, but they had Aguero out for a long time and they were playing Kevin De Bruyne as a false nine. Yeah. Which... Just a second. Sorry, guys, a bit of disturbance there. I'll cut that bit out. Right, carry on. Yeah. I've, I've, I've put a post-it note saying no disturbance, so I'm no, fine. I've got a new thing from podcast mic, guys. That means my mic is going to be sounding fresh from now on, guys. And I've got a WWE mic. Yes. Fresher. <laughs> so, back to the topic, what we're talking about, Harry Kane. We were talking about if Harry Kane went to Manchester City. And I think... If he signs for them this season, and Grealish signs as well, imagine a front four staying oh. on the right, De Bruyne in the middle, and then Grealish on the left and Harry Kane up top. I'm going to imagine that bench. We had Mahrez, Phil Foden, Mahrez, Foden, Bernardo Silva. Their second team will be the second best team in the world. Their, their second team. I think their second team could finish second in the Premier League behind their first. Yeah. yeah. It really could. Yeah, they, that's the thing about sick. That makes them amazing. They've got such good squad depth. Like Liverpool's got squad depth, but they've got like Milner's their depth. Man City, yeah. if um, Phil Foden is their look, depth. Look on the right. Say they're playing Mora. Say he gets in, they'll be like, 
Oh, no. Anyway, Bernardo, get on. Then he gets injured. Right, Foden, on you go. It's just got an endless supply of talent. He goes off. Right, Kevin, you're going on the right today, lad. It's just... It's um, it's, it's not fair. Never ending. But the thing is, though, that's what happens when you've got a manager that can build a project. Exactly. People complain, oh, oil club, oil club. He spent that money. Like, even though he hasn't won the Champions League, he spent that money. Man, you've had a big on that spend, I think, or around he's, the same. That's spent man, that money, thickening the squad and making and that's, it. That's why, man, you need a new manager because mm-hmm. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is unexperienced as a manager. He's yeah. managed, what, Cardiff City? I mean, that's not going to get you anywhere. And Pep Guardiola, obviously, he, being a Barcelona buy, he's done it all, but he has a real eye for talent, which is why when he spends the money, he spends the right money on the right players. I bet you, at the start of the season, when Ruben Diaz joined for £60 million, no one would say, oh, he's going to become the best defender in the league. And now he's a contender for Ballon d'Or. Yeah. How life changes. That, that's the Pep Guardiola factor. He won't be Jorginho to it, though. <laughs> See, that's another thing. People go off stats and trophies they've won the season. You, you don't... If you're arguing for Kante to win the Ballon d'Or, you've... Got to argue for Jorginho to win it as well, then. Exactly. That's that's the issue. It, Cause... Sorry, but Messi's going to win it again, I reckon. Oh. Especially after that Copa America, like, he was a bit eh in the final. Oh, but no. that whole tournament, top scorer, best player. He should have got a goal in the it. final, though, the last minute when he went through <laughs> on goal. <laughs> when what he was fell he over. doing? <laughs> Just hit it first time. You Messi, you hit it to keep us going to run away. Exactly. And he falls over, oh. Could have cried. Gerald slipped. We do not let this slip. It's lucky Brazil didn't go in there. Oh. I really wanted Brazil to win. I wasn't really bothered. I wanted Messi because I wanted to see um, Messi win the trophy. Yeah. But I wouldn't. If Brazil won, I would be like, oh yeah, right. But I'll tell you what, I think the robbery in football is. I think it's. Ronaldo and Messi have dominated the world of football for that long. World class, some of the best ever. Like Neymar Jr. have never won a Ballon d'Or. Exactly. That's, it's crazy. Funny it's how crazy he went thing. from Man City and how he came to the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, because that's, that's how you just backtrack on football. Exactly. Because Ballon d'Or, Kevin De Bruyne, I reckon Kevin De Bruyne will win a Ballon d'Or in the next three years. I think Bernardo Silva could win one as well because he's... That mic sounds a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm not going to use it, but I'm going to try and get a part of mic because I've got a podcast as well. Oh, yeah, guys. Kieran's starting the podcast if you want to promote it. Up the Magpies. Up the Magpies Up the Magpies podcast. He'll be uploading, what, every other day? Probably, yeah. Don't know, yes. So, yeah, guys. Anyways, back to Bernardo Silva winning the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Um, he could win it, but I don't know. I think Messi will win it because Ronaldo yeah. hasn't won a European trophy. He didn't even win Serie A. Oh, I know. He was he even in the Champions League this year? Yeah, he was. They got knocked out of Barcelona, didn't they? Or they got knocked out of Porto. They got knocked out of Porto. Oh, well, he's not winning the Ballon d'Or anytime soon. Yeah. I think that's him over for the Ballon d'Or's person. Yeah. He's, he, he will go down as the best ever, well, alongside Messi. Yeah. Has to be. 
has to be because I think that no player matches the Maradona's up there. Pelly, I don't think Pelly's up there. To be fair, see, you see that, but he's good his, for Brazil, right? His but his skill and ability, right? Put the him in the Premier League. In I, the Brazil League. Yeah, but his skill and ability, I reckon he would thrive in the Premier League. Still, I reckon he'd still be really he good. Could. It's just he couldn't physically leave that club. I don't think. Yeah, a bit like Messi in Barcelona. I think his team was too good for the um. Like all his goals are against random teams, no one knows because they had to play in friendlies most of the time. I think. Yeah. What? What? Where do you think Messi's going to go this summer? I want to say City, but he's just not. I think I heard I had a report about an hour ago. Leo Messi is signing a new contract at Barcelona next coming days. They don't have the budget. That's what reported by Fabrizio Romano. Oh. I trust him with my wife. He's he's never wrong. It's exactly. just they don't have they don't have the budget. I don't think. They have to if they want Messi, they're gonna have to sell like the team, the furniture, the building, the stadium, the club, the club. I want to see Messi go to a different league and prove himself. Exactly. I want I want him to go to um, Man City, but no, they're not gonna have Grealish. De Bruyne, Kane, Messi, forward and nah. Oh, that, that's sorry, not no, Bernardo, Oh no, we have. Oh no, still. Oh, there's too many. There's too many. What about Messi? Delap. Messi to PSG. If Messi goes to PSG, then PSG win everything. Because they've just got Sergio Ramos. Wayne Alden. Ronaldum. Danny Ruman and he's not even starting for them. It's going to be Kiro Navas, as reported. What? No, that's, that's criminal. That it's been reported. Danny Ruman will sit on the bench for the season. That's criminal. God knows how he's still twenty-two. He's like seems like he's been young forever. Oh no, he was playing in the Italian national team five years ago. He's amazing. He's amazing. Exactly. He's like a real-life region. Nothing like Freddie Woodman though. Oh, Freddie Woodman. Oh. Uh, you heard about the talks of um, Freddie Woodman going to Arsenal in the swap yeah. deal? Yeah. Well, I can't do that. I'll do that any day of the week because we've got Darlow and Depravka. What are we going to do with Woodman? He's an outstanding keeper, but we're never going to use him. Take the wood out to set some fire and then we'll just have him on. <laughs> oh, that was bad. I'm never that, doing that, that again. That was, that was tragic, Kieran. <sighs> I'm, I'm keeping that in as well. Oh fuck's sake. So guys, that's that is the sort of entertainment you're gonna get over on the Up the Magpie podcast. Yeah, nah, not all the time. I only have <laughs> right, okay. right, right. carry on, carry on. Banging jokes like that a few of the times. Right, carry on. Right, on the topic of Newcastle signings, one player you'd love for to sign. Realistically or not realistically? Just realistically then not realistically. Not realistically, Mbappe. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> uh, realistically, I've actually got a few names written down on my paper here. Yeah. I'm find it. Two players. Bubakar Kamara from yep. Marseille. Definitely. Definitely. We're linked with him at the minute. And also, Denzel Dumfries from PSV. Had a bang in Euros. 100%. But I think Dumfries is going to... A bigger club. Everton. Dumfries would not come to Newcastle, I don't think. 
although there has been report, this is also Newcastle related, that Richarlison has been linked with a move to Real Madrid. And therefore, that causes... And if that happens, then Rafa Benitez will try and shoot in a £50 million deal for Newcastle's Alan St. Maximum. Now, that is worrying. That is scary. That is very scary, guys. I'm never going to sleep ever again. Maximin goes, we finish bottom half of the table. Maximin, yeah, with Jolin, and we still probably but finish bottom half. On the topic of Newcastle signings, Ben Off has a free agent again, and Ben Off has agent said he wouldn't mind putting the Newcastle top back on. Yeah, but Steve Bruce would mind. See, put him back in the Premier League, no matter what his condition is, he's going to run circles around players. Oh no, Ben Arthur, St. Maximin, Fraser. Remember who Ryan Fraser is? That's Donny. Oh, him, yeah. I forgot who he was. He just doesn't. You know, apparently he was fully fit. Steve Bruce just was was. lying. See, that's another thing. Steve Bruce, he's not trustworthy, I don't think. I remember when we lost 3 1, and man, he was laughing. Shocking, it's because he used to play for Man United. He was one of he my best because he was having a nice conversation with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, Steve Bruce is you one just of the one you don't laugh your head off. Steve Bruce does because, oh, kebab tonight. Oh, no. Free kebab from what? Paul from the bacon, did you see? How's the bacon, did you see? Oh, well, that, that interview will forever be the best interview in football. Oh, that, oh, no. So, anyway... Speaking about Newcastle, three players you'd keep, three players yourself. Three players I'd keep. Alan? Yep. This one may sound weird, but Isaac Hayden. Yeah, definitely. How's that weird? He's... Imagine him and Kamara. Because you could... It's weird. It's not weird because of who he is. It's weird because like you can pick Wilson, Miggy and all Wilson. that. So I'd pick Maxman, Hayden and... Thinking who else we've got, I would probably keep the Bravka. Yeah, well, I don't think he's gonna go anywhere to be honest. I mean, yeah, after that own goal. <laughs> oh, that was he was he's there's a good penalty save as well. True. And three I'd sell. Dwight Gale, get out, I'll drive you at the airport Michelle. <laughs> Gale. Um, Shelby, Shelby's got a Shelby, go. Shelby, gone. And then finally I'd pick I have to pick. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick. It's a hard one, isn't it? Hannah, there's not really too many shit players. Well, they when for a cup team, we need a bit of rotation for their midweek games. Exactly. We need Joel Linton to bang two against Morecambe again. I in the ideal world, I'll sell Joel Linton for the price he was bought for, but that's just we're not we're not even gonna get a pound from. You see, we've got Jeff Hendrick on a free, so any sell him for any price and we've made a profit. Sell him for any price and we've made a profit. Ten pound in a kebab for Brucey. Three players I'll sell would be Shelby and Gale and Jeff Hendrick. He's just useless. Exactly. Hendrick is just useless. He can't do anything apart from he scored a nice goal against West Ham, but oh, anyone could do that. He's, he's not a bit was a bit or was it West Ham Bernie? Was it West Ham? With West Ham, with first game of the season yeah. last season, Wilson scored as well. God goal he's, assist. He scored that. He scored that bang, and then he just like was awful. He fell off. He turned into the Burnley. Jeff Hendrick. Burnley Jeff Hendrick wasn't even that bad, you know. He was sat on the bench. True. 
Yeah, but this Jeff Hendrick wasn't sat on the bench. He was starting every game. <laughs> he was starting he just, every game and making him lose. He just shit. <laughs> he's awful. He's so bad. Hey, no swearing. I, I think I've swore like 10 times already, so it's a bit too late now. We'll get you done for that. Got a bit of editing to do. So I do. Anyway, talking about Newcastle, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Yes. If Steve Bruce was backed with a hundred million pound budget, mm. would you would you keep me half? We Scott told you have a hundred million pounds to spend the season. Take actually no, actually I've got a question I want to if the takeover happens, Bruce are now out. If the takeover out. This is the problem. People have always said they want out, but who are we are going to get in? Who wants exactly. to come to Newcastle United? Takeover happens. We can probably like, lure in with the money. Takeover happens, we'll just go to Zidane and say, fancy come down to Newcastle, pal. Not going to lie, Stephen Gerrard should test himself in a different league if we go to Liverpool. Yeah, I was actually watching this thing the other day, which was someone asked Stephen Gerrard 60 questions. No questions in 60 seconds and he said he wants to win the Premier League with Liverpool and win the thing with um, Rangers again yeah he's so good he's not even a bad manager but that's a good thing I mean they did just lose 1-0 uh, a League 2 team but you know oh, we, just, we don't mention talk that. About that I don't talk about that the, the beat a League 2 team 10-0 sorted right next yeah so so you would say Bruce definitely out. Yeah. Without even thought. Just bye. Pack your bags, I'll drive at the airport if you can fit in the car and then that's <laughs> it. There we go. So topic topic of the day, topic the full nation's talking about. What's start. the full nation talking about? Who should we start tonight? Start on eleven. Pig fat in there, even though it's got little arms. Right, so we'll just... You give yes, your start. I've got an unpopular opinion. If us Newcastle fans would not be treating Joan Pickford the way we have if he wasn't a Macam. Of course we would. We wouldn't. Of course we wouldn't even, yeah. This wasn't. And if he wasn't so cocky against Newcastle as well. Got me. And then conceded three and we beat them three two. So Def Pickford's definitely starting. Pickford, right back. Walker. Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Rice Phillips are the normal. Yeah, the usual. Mount. Sterling and Harry Kane. That is the perfect start on eleven. That is just Grealish has to start. Um, but the I, sad thing is, oh, Grealish is going to come off the bench again because the impact he brings off the bench is unbelievable. I would say I would probably have Sterling. I'd rather start Grealish over Sterling, and this is why. Grealish dribbles around the whole game, and then you just bring on Sterling for the pace. Turns into yeah. prime division rivals. Yeah, but Stadler makes them fast runs. Kane just hasn't been making recently. Stadler makes them runs where he comes, he brings the defender out, turns turns them, and then just goes inside. Someone plays the ball over and he's away. Exactly. That's what I like Stadler for, and what he, he'll do that all game. That's a good thing. I'd, I think, right, I think Kane has to start. Sterling, Grealish, Mason Mount all have to start. Foden's not fit. Rice and Phillips have to start. The back yep. four have to start. The keeper has to start. What? There's no need to change anything that back line. It's been solid Sorry. the whole tournament. We've only conceded one goal and 
Plus, it was a free kick. Which, to be honest, was... Uh, to be fair, though, Pickford, if he was taller, you would have saved that. Yeah. I think... But there is one worry about this game tonight. There's one really big worry. Yeah. And that worry is... Will Southgate go to a five-back like not, did against not, Germany? Not a chance he will. What's the point uh, going to a five-back when you're playing against 4 3 3 early? You've just got three direct attackers running at you, but they do have the wing backs coming at you. But no spinners all as a big, oh, big help. That for us. is such a big help. No spinners all He's been very. Un- I think spinners all Spinazola needs to be picked up by a big team this transfer window. But when I you've would got... say Newcastle, but I forgot we're not a big team anymore. <laughs> well, no, we won't be for a while, Kieran. I'll probably be dead by the time we are. My big worry about like, tonight is though, Tiro Mobley can shoot. Yeah, we figured that one out. He can shoot. He can, he can score, tap in, worldy, whatever. But I think Maguire will pocket him. All I'm saying is, when Insigne runs into Harvey Maguire, it's not going to look good. And uh, he's going to come out injured. Harvey Maguire just has to walk into him and he falls down easy. Yeah, but tonight, Harry Kane has a chance to get the golden boot as well. Pickford's already won the golden glove. Yeah. Which is why, I think... One thing, though, is complacency. Like... If we get we go one up and we just sit back, they're gonna That's hit it. us. They're gonna hit us. I think they'll want all the pressures on Italy. You reckon? Because they're coming to our home too. Yeah. Not just not just that, but also the fact that everyone said Italy's gonna win. It's basically England against the whole of Europe. It is. It really is. Even even though like we've had all tournament, we may as well just had England against every team. That every single country every... supporting Italy. No one likes yeah. you. Because they know we're good. Mm, they know we're good. They just won't admit it, which is why everyone's supporting them, so they have all the pressure to Im- to impress the whole U- of yeah. Europe. There's my worry tonight, though, is their midfield, because we, we like to keep Barella's the ball. Barella's so underrated. We like to keep the ball. We like to dictate the play, but when they've got a midfield of Barella, Jorginho, Verratti, they can just... They'll pass you to death. They yeah. can pass the ball. I thought you were going to say they'll sprint after you. Jor- <laughs> Jorginho wouldn't. Kid got pace by referee. Their midfield will dictate our tem- will dictate the tempo if we don't get a hold of the ball early. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Danger man for Italy. Danger D- man for England. Danger man for Italy. Hundred percent. I think this in- one. Insignia. Or you can pick Cheese. You can pick a Mobling. Pick yeah. Insignia, but I'm picking Barella because. Yeah, I do like Barella, but I don't think. I don't think he's going to win the battle against which side will be on. He won't win the battle against Rice. The thing is, like, no, no people know us, but I actually follow in Milan quite a lot, so I know about their whole team, and I know Nick, yeah. Nico Barella. Barella's been outstanding this whole season. This, The whole season for Inter Milan, he could have watched as many games as I possibly could. Him linking up in a 3-5-2 with Lataro and Lukaku, him making the bursting runs. Yeah, he's been Just, unbelievable. Uh-huh. But tonight, Phillips and Rice have got a big job in winning their battle against their three midfielders, which I think mm. their physical power they should do. Yeah, I mean, 
they didn't have the best of games against Denmark. They weren't as good as they've been every yeah. single game, but I think you can't you can't drop them. They have to start. Yeah. Who else are going to play? Henson. I don't. Henson would get bullied in that midfield. I reckon. Yeah, he's not as good as he used to be. Let's have a look at the predicted lineups from Footmobile and let's see. So Footmob's predicting Pickford, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Phillips, Rice. On the right, Saka, Mason Mount. On the left, Sterling, Harry Kane in front. Same team. Basically, basically our team, just Saka. Saka started last time, I think. Yeah, just exactly. It's identical, but we we said Grealish. Yeah, Grealish has to start. Um... Their team. They've got two centre backs that know how to defend. Chiellini oh, and Bonucci know how to defend. That is going to be the biggest problem for us, I think. Chiellini and, and Bonucci. They're like, they're like the same player. Exactly. When you've got and one of them is unbelievable, so is the other one. It it's going to be Sterling and Slacker's job to get like on the outside of them and like. Drag them out of position, even if they can. But it's going to be a struggle. Will though? That's the problem. I Makes think Chiellini and Bonucci are. I wouldn't say they're two of the best centre backs, but the the two when you of put the best centre back pairing. Yeah. When you when you when put, you them, put together, them together, they cause trouble. Same with Maguire and Stones. Though. They're unbelievable together. Exactly. But Chiellini and Bonucci prove that you don't need pace. Yeah. They're in the just the right position at the right time. I'm actually on the Sky Sports website now and I'm gonna put my predicted eleven in. Yeah. What's, find your, what's your predicted yeah. score for tonight? I've I've said this all the time, I've said that England's gonna win on penalties. I reckon we're gonna win a ninety. We're gonna win on penalties, it's gonna finish one one, Harry Kane's gonna score, um Immobile's gonna score and then we're gonna win on pens. I say we're going to win 3 1. To be honest, I've got confidence. Yeah, I mean, we'll not score three goals. Have you saw their defence is too good? We'll not score three goals. I'm telling you. We, we score. My prediction is, or we score in the first five minutes, so they're going to get annoyed. Yeah. If we if we can go out all goal gun players and get the goal in the first five minutes, they make them chase the, chase the game for the, for the next half an hour, hit them again, that's the second goal. They're going to. Equalise and then we're going to finish them off. Yeah. Um, the fact is, Italy with a 4 3 3 against England with a 4 2 3 1. Two similar formations. Yeah. I think if if the way I'm seeing it, Nicola Barella is going to have, he's going to run wings, try to run wings anyway around Henderson, not Henderson, Rice and Phillips. I don't think he's gonna. They're not gonna let him. Personally. He's got the. He's got the NG to do so. You yeah. know, he's very energetic, that, young that midfielder. But this is Rice and Phillips we're talking about. Yeah, they like a scrappy game. Exactly. That's what I'm afraid. Though the game will turn too scrappy. I don't want it to be a scrappy game where there's fouls. It's just like a, the fun and all, but like when there's just a clash in midfield, it's gonna end up a nil-nil draw. Exactly. We need we need to get the we need to get the ball at Harry Kane's feet. 
I think Harry Kane, the reason that he's been good this tournament is because of his passing, I think. Yeah. We get he the can ball. play a long ball to Saka and then he can get into the mm. box for a header. Yeah. You get the ball to Harry Kane's feet and, like, you see the first first third of their half. He can pick that ball up, slip a through ball into the likes of Sterling Mount and Saka. They yeah. can run onto it. He can make a run. They, yeah. they get the crossing. There we go. But the thing is, though, when you go inside forwards, they like the cutting. Yeah, which is what Sancho which is good, last no. week, which I think he was playing on the right against Ukraine. Yeah. And the problem is, he's been playing on the left for Dortmund, so he's too used to cutting, and he can't cut in on the right. Yeah, so the, the style I wanted to play at is we're not going to be able to do that, so... Yeah. Well, Sterling's going to have to pick the ball up on the wing, going to have to cut in and then get it on his head. But Sterling yeah. can cut in and have a shot too. Without, without. I think if we're trying to get Harry Kane to win headers and that in the box, I think mm-hmm. we we'll have to start folding on the left no. and Sterling on the right. But when when we're two wingers do cut inside, Luke Shaw likes to get forward. You know that Luke Shaw likes we're to so get forward. Sterling against yeah. Sterling and Luke Shaw, what a partnership that is. Yeah, Luke Shaw likes to overlap Sterling while Sterling cuts inside. Sterling can slip a ball in Shaw. Luke Shaw, he can whip a ball in. We saw it for Harry Kane's goal last week. Yeah. He's, um... Luke Shaw's nearly got the most assists in the whole tournament. Yeah. I know. Shaw Carlos. He's one off Zuba. Zuba from Switzerland, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many he's got? Three? Four? Shaw's got three, yeah, and he's got four. Yeah. We could take away all the trophies tonight if we play all cards, right? Yeah, because I think... we are personally, I think we've got to play of the tournament in Sterling. Okay, Harry Kane needs one goal to, join, to be joint golden boot winner. Yeah, but if he's joined, will he take it or will he? They'll share it, they'll share it, they'll yeah. all get one each. Yeah, but if he gets two tonight, then we don't have to have this conversation. Yeah, then Chicken Ronaldo's dreams are gone. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. A player I'd love to see at Newcastle. Who? Casper Dahlberg. Yeah, he's, I remember. Yeah, I don't. You probably know this. I don't know if you do, but I watched him a few times when he was playing at Ajax in the sixteen seventeen season. Obviously, join Nice. He's like a. He's a finisher. He can finish a ball. Exactly. And you, you, you're proving it with Denmark as well. You can touch the ball outside the box and slot it in that corner beautifully. And that's what we need. Him that's... and Wilson up front, I reckon them two playing off each other with Maximum just behind them. But I'll tell you another player who we're linked with who hasn't been amazing at this tournament, but he's been alright, is Andrea Bellotti. Bellotti, yeah. He hasn't really got the time to shine this tournament, no, I reckon. Yeah. Because he's not going to get a game over. Immobile. Yeah, you see the ta- I forgot what game it was. I was watching. I think it might have been the Italy Spain game. Belotti for a straight guy put in a lovely slide tackle. Oh, even um, Chiellini was on the side for that game. I don't know why. He was buzzing. Exactly. Yeah, Belotti for what? Who who played for Torino? Torino. Yeah. If we want him, though, we'll have to go and inform quick. He's similar. He's a bit similar to Wilson, I think. Though. Yeah, we need a really fast striker. Will, I think Wilson's rapid. I think. 
I think he's fast, but what I mean is, like, will or we'll just get a full strength player. Just get someone, get someone to play, play like someone Wilson can play off. Like a false uh, nine. If Tommy Abraham could pass a ball, someone yeah. like Abraham, he can win the ball and play him through. Mm-hmm. His height really. Yeah, the ideal like like the Kane role that he plays. Yeah. Um, Newcastle, like going at the topic of Newcastle, which I've been on in a fair while. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the Carabao Cup? Premier League, it's. I don't want it to be another mid table season, but it's inevitable. That's going to be another mid table season. FA Cup, I've. And Carabao Cup, one good cup runner. I reckon we've got one good cup runner. FA Cup or Carabao Cup? I think the Carabao. I think FA. The Carabao because all the teams play their weak teams. Yeah, but I think the FA we've seen to do. We've done well in the FA the past two years, haven't we? Yeah. Well. The Carabao we got knocked out with Brentford. We didn't do last season. We got knocked out in the first game. <laughs> Doing that, well. I... Nah, no, no, no. I've got a good feeling about this next. Talk to you for you. Good feeling about the next FA Cup. On my, on my podcast, I'm going to predict the full Premier League table. Yeah, same. I'm based thinking about on doing that. the squad at the minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna based. I think I'm gonna do podcast about my ideal. No, not my ideal. Like my predicted first, second, third, everything, golden boot. Top assist, that top player, and then yeah, at the that's, end exact, of the transfer, that's exactly what I'm going to do. End of the transfer window, looking at the new teams, then I'll do it again. Normally, I'll uh, on my podcast, I'm going to start when I start doing it. Normally, I'll just talk about the rumors and that, but for my first episode, I don't know who I'm going to get on yet, but I'm just going to do predicting the Premier League positions, predicting Golden Boot and that. FA Cup winners, underdog in the FA Cup, Carabao Cup, etc. Yeah, all just want a deal. In fact, I might do a whole different thing about Cups. I think I'm going to do one Premier League and then another one of Cups. Champions League. Yeah. So much to talk about. Speaking about the Champions League. Yep. Who's your money on? PSG, without a doubt. I want PSG to win it and I think they're going to win it. If Neymar and Mbappé stay fit. If I'm Neymar and Mbappé stay fit, they've got Ramos, Ronaldo, Di Maria... They just look Marquinhos. Kimpembe is unbelievable. Well, while we're here, I'm going to go through uh, PSG lineup for next season based on who they've got. This at has the got to be one of the best lineups ever, I reckon. So, so they've got Donnarumma in net and Navas. Yep. They've got Bernat at left back. Yep. Ramos. Unbelievable. It's a perfect link. Ra- Ramos. Marquinhos and Kimpembe. One of them we're going to have to put on the bench. No. The, we can't bench one of them. No, I'll tell you what happens. Five at the back. Uh, no. Three at the back. Wait, who's the right back? Florent, no. Who is the PSG right back, actually? Dagba um, for now. Dagba, he can get... That's where you can go to a three back and have wingers who can track back. No, do you know what I see? Who? I say Bernat Ramos, Kim Pembe, Dagba, and I say Marquinhos in CDM. Ooh. 
And then the centre mids, they've got Wijnaldum. Yep. Got who else? Verratti. Verratti. He's unbelievable. And then they have front three of Neymar. And Papi and Dino Villa. No. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think if they sign Messi to this team, if they so they could have a starting eleven. If Messi signs, they could have a starting eleven. Donnarumma, Benat, Ramos, Kimpembe, Dagba, Marquinhos, and CDM, Verratti, Wijnaldum, and then Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi. That that wins everything. The win that wins domestic leagues. Super, honestly, what of our leagues? Champions League, <laughs> the Super Cup. That wins everything. Club World Cup, if that's on anytime soon. That wins Ninja everything. Ninja Warrior. That wins everything. Ninja Warrior France. <laughs> that wins everything. That's where that's when that's when Mbappe will finally get his ballon d'or if he has them playing off him. Well I'm going to, I'm also gonna do a full Barcelona team if Messi stays and then we'll compare the two teams and see which one Messi should stay yeah. in. That could be another conversation. So in goal to Stegen. Mm-hmm. Left back Jordi Alba. He's oh, I love Jordi Alba for me. I don't even know. Centre back Stav Lenglet. Lenglet Piquet. Right back Roberto Dest. I love Dest. Um, we'll play a four-two-three-one while we're here. Yep. Two centre mids De Jong. De Jong and Busquets. Busquets is so good. He's criminally underrated. If he wasn't, if he wasn't slow on FIFA, if he was, if he was not SBC fodder on FIFA, people will appreciate how good he actually is. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I love, I love Busquets. Oh, he's a great player. Another man to look out for in Barcelona next year, Pedri. I was just about to say something like that. Pedri, him. For Spain, this Euro is play out the tournament for Spain. How about this for a Barcelona lineup? Look, Stegen, Alba, Lengler, Piquet, Des, De Jong, Busquets, Griezmann, Depay, and Messi and Aguero. It's just that's 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 when they go back to glory days in La Liga. Exactly. Because you don't see Real Madrid making many moves. Oh, they've got Emerson, haven't they? Haven't they? Emerson. Future stars. 85 rated right back from FIFA yeah, yeah, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Signed him for 9-0. But I think they've... I don't think Barcelona are not to spend anymore. Nah, they can't get any more players in. They have to sell players so continue. They've capped at the league have wage limit. They went over it by 200 million. So looking at the two teams, I mean, I'd say still PSG like... PSG without a doubt. Man City though. Oh, I'm oh Man City. Let's get this written out. You've got Edison, Walker, Stones, Diaz, left back. Who they got left back? Cancelo. Cancelo. Yeah, Cancelo. And then who we're we gonna go for? We're going for like two midfield, one attacking midfield, two on two the seconds. wing, one up front. Two seconds. Stones, Walker. Two centre mids. <sighs> Um, they have Rodri. Rodri. Rodri and... You could play forward and centre mid, to be fair. Gundogan? Yeah, I don't think he's going to shine as much as he did this season, next season. Personally, um, anyway. 
Fernandinho, Fernandinho. Fernandinho, yep. Um, and then, oh, this is where I get amazing. Up front, Harry Kane. Oh. Left, Grealish. Oh. Calm, De Bruyne. This is unbelievable. And then right wing. Reem Sterling. Messi. Messi. Come. So these are all the possible lineups Messi could feature in. Yeah, so we're going to start, we're going to go one by one. Start off with PS. Start for Barcelona because, in my opinion, they're the shittest one. Yeah. So, where's Barcelona? There. Stegen, Alba, Lengler, Piqué, Emerson, De Jong, Busquets, Depay, Griezmann, Messi, Aguero. Yeah. It's not bad and it'd probably win them La Liga. But let's go to PSG. Yep. Which is Donnarumma, Bernat, Ramos, Kimpembe, Dagba, Marquinhos, Wijnaldum, Verratti, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. Yeah. That is amazing. I think PSG might have done right. I think Paris might edge it over City. Edison, Cancelo, Diaz, Stones, Walker, Rodri, Fernandinho, Grealish, De Bruyne, Messi and Kane. These are just un- unbelievable teams. I'd say the level because with PSG, you can see they've got so much attack and flair and then from Man City, you can see they can create so many chances which can lead to more goals and the defence yeah. is strong but so is PSG's. Yeah. PSG are going to the best defences and the- will have the best in defence in the world. Ramos, Kim Pembe, Marquinhos, Donnarumma. The fact that you've got two of the best keepers in the world fighting for a position on the same football team. I know. It's unbelievable. Navas had the same situation at Real Madrid. I know. It's when Gordwag came in. He's got no luck. Exactly. So they're but, both phenomenal keepers. Exactly. I think... What other teams could he join? Real Madrid wouldn't join Madrid, though, would he? Who? Messi. Nah, not a chance. Real Madrid Juventus. can't afford him as well. They're like 500 million of, of debt. Juventus, uh, Messi, Ronaldo, nah, nothing like that. Come on, come on, What a sentence. Line up. Number seven, Cristiano Ronaldo. Number ten, Leo Messi. Number nine, Alvaro Morata. Yes, Morata. See, I've tried to defend him this whole Euros. He just doesn't help. <laughs> he really doesn't help. Exactly. He does not deserve death threats. You can see at times it's like Werner. He's a world class striker. Like world class, like I wouldn't say world class, really good striker at times. But he's just has that many bad chances and misses that many sitters that he just can't be recognised as good. He was getting interview in the in the Colden Chelsea's goalkeeper. Oh, I probably know. because he'd saved so many goals <laughs> against them. <laughs> That Leeds game when the ball was going, he decided to try and pop one, hit the ball. Oh, you see that? Oh, it's just oh. a bit of a shambles. He's good though. He is. I like him on the left. Yeah. I like him on the left. He's fast. He's he's a good player. He can take on a man, get past a man. The thing is though, he gets caught too many of his goals. Does get disallowed because he plays on the line of the defense. Uh, unpopular opinion: Chelsea could win the Premier League next season. That that should that's an unpopular opinion. That should be popular. 
I think next season's title race is going to be phenomenal. You've got City who could have Kane and Grealish and maybe Messi. You've got Manu who have Bruno, Sancho, Rashford and all that. You've got Chelsea, Timo Werner and Havertz up to their best. Liverpool, a fully fit squad. Fully fit Van Dijk, Kanate. And then then, then you've got Arsenal and Tottenham. (laughs) <laughs> who just aren't even you've awesome. got United you've got Pogba you've got Pogba getting back in form now you've got Martial oh. Dan James who's on fire at the minute Arsenal's documentary is going to be amazing to watch I can't watch it's good honestly hit that and something until I die you're going to be competing with each other now oh, imagine Aubameyang and Lacazette breakdance and after lose the opening game 3-0 at Brentford <laughs> oh yes oh, I'm got... lighting the mood up a bit <laughs> I'm so like, I'm so optimistic for Brentford, but at the same time, I don't think they're gonna do well. I think Tony will bag fifteen goals. The the they played some of the best football in the championship from what I've seen. But anyone can play the best football in the championship. No, but these played fluid attacking football, but I don't think they're gonna do it in the Premier League. It could be like a Sheffield. Yeah, unless the like wow. Well, well, in the first season and then just fall off completely because they're going to sell Tony in the next two years, I reckon. Yeah. And as soon as they tell sell Tony, they go back down to a consistent championship team. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they bowled it a lot recently. Which, but obviously... Ivan Tony is so good. Why we got rid of him, I'll never know. I know. Same with Mbabu. Mbabu is Armstrong. amazing. Armstrong. We've let go of so much good talent. I know. We've, we've wasted talent as well. We've wasted Aaron's career. I reckon we've wasted his career. He has so much potential. Oh, no. Rolando Aaron's. And going all the way back to like when we first clicked record and we were talking about the takeover. Yeah. Look at our training facilities. Our training... We're, we're player. You see other teams getting an ice bath in that in a room, like which is fully thingy. Then you see us with paddling pool. That's <laughs> shocking. Exactly. You see, the players don't look happy to be there as well. You've seen some of them. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? England or Italy? They just some of them just look depressed. Depression. It's, it's first you would mean it's like oh he's went from having a good time at Swansea to back at Newcastle. I've saw Ipswich's training ground is a lot better than ours. A lot of teams aren't, but mm. it's sad to see. I reckon we don't have by we don't have the worst by far. We don't have the worst. Yeah, we do. We have won no. the worst. I reckon Norwich has got the worst. I haven't seen Norwich, so I wouldn't know. They just seem like they've got a bad training. I mean, nothing. No, oh, it's, it's, well, it's clear it's they're not working. They keep getting relegated. <laughs> it's Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to start doing podcasts? And come on, give me a schedule. I do want to do, maybe. Today? Premier League predictions. Predictions. I'd want to give my like. I want to wait. I think my prim, my Premier League predictions will be coming out. I'll record it tonight or tomorrow, and it'll be coming out about Tuesday. Yeah. Who's your special guest? See, it's my Premier League predictions. I don't know if I'm getting a guest on, or I might get a, a few on. Yeah. So we did. We we are going to offer Ashton to join the podcast, but I think it's slowly coming to an end. So it's point is Ashton now. But guys, if you want to see Ashton on the. Or anyone on this podcast, just let us know. Yeah, I've done that on my podcast that I've posted on my yeah. Instagram. If you want to, like, 
have a spot on it just to give us a cheeky little DM. And guys, I've made an official Instagram account for this podcast now called The THT Podcast, guys. Give that a follow. I'll put it in the bio of my, um, put it in the bio of this podcast. And I'll also I have it. I put a link to because my talk show is the same name as my Newcastle account. So I don't yeah. need to make Up the Magpies podcast when I can just post on my Up the Magpies about my podcast. Yeah. This podcast, this this Instagram account's mainly for long term though, because eventually I want to get like an actual setup and start recording it so I can put it on YouTube as well. That's like exactly I post, what I want to do. Post clips of my podcast on that Instagram account. Yeah, that's a long term goal, guys. But I'll probably end up doing that once I get my new house and my new room. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. Final thing though, Kieran, before we go, is it coming home? coming on of course it is right guys that's been the half time podcast that's been the half time podcast and we'll see you all later see you later guys if you enjoyed what you've just heard there make sure to give me a follow so you never miss a podcast